doing on my target like a marksman. The target is you. I shut your lane down. Took your spot, parked in a two. Guts Over Fear Podcast. So what he said to me there was, because I'm not happy, I should take it up with my manager, my cack. For anyone that doesn't know cack, when we say that, it's a manager. It's what they call them in Transdev cacks. Sorry, just uh, clear things up there, right? Now, when you went in here, this wasn't an investigation, to your knowledge anyway. It was just no, a meeting, no. yeah? And Oh, yeah, I want, to, I want to get a better understanding of the nature. Yeah, and it turned out to be basically investigation. You know, it was like more investigating you. He was like, but then like, regardless if six people don't make a complaint, six people are the witness. Like, you don't see the Garrity going into an investigation. Oh, you, we're not inve um, investigating all these six witnesses, you know, who sort this act. Like, we don't need to. You know, you have to investigate. You have to um, interview the six witnesses. Yeah, 100%. I was just one of the witnesses. I was the one who stood up and went, this happened. And like Dave Birchall said, the HR director, we will need to speak with you and the other witnesses, right? Now, now I had Harry saying, oh, I don't need to speak to the witnesses. Well, of course, it's your best friend you're investigating. You don't want this. And he got every problem in the minute he made, the minute he heard best friend. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, yeah. He came along and, the, you know. the, the meeting was about burying it. He came along with a shovel. He should have come along with a fucking JCB. Yeah, but the no, more he, he, he was digging, you know, in the in, in the video, the, the voices that we heard, um, the more he was digging, he was getting trapped so much. He just dug himself oh, the way a massive like, hole. Uh, there could be some guys in the next room having a banter about some females. Sure, sure what am I meant to do about that? It's just like anything goes. Yeah, there, but banter's banter. Right. Well, after that, anyway, I went to, um, well, I said to Harry, like, you're his best friend. How can you investigate your best friend? He got offended anyway. So he said that the, I should go to my manager who will raise it with HR then, yeah? And I went at a manager immediately, Brian Murphy, and I approached him and I explained to him what had just happened and that Hardy said I had to come to him and he says, yeah, you put all that in an email, you send that to me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he said to me, he said to me, right, if you go and put all that in an email, send it to me, I'll raise it right. with HR, right? Now, he didn't, he raised it with Hardy, but so I went and sent him the email that he told me to write, yeah? yeah? Hi, Brian. I attended a meeting today with Hardy Seymour regarding a statement I witnessed operations manager Patrick White make during refresher training on Tuesday, 27th of April. My colleague Alan McCrone was also present as a witness. Yeah. The meeting was presented to me as informal, which by definition means unofficial. However, the transport during the meeting that it was actually part of the investigation into the statement made by Mr. White. Mr. Seymour informed me that he was investigating the matter and that he has spoken to Mr. White and he admits to making the statement, I won't be hurting blacks or Indians, and that Mr. White agrees that it was inappropriate. However, Mr. Seymour stated that Mr. White has no involvement currently nor ever has at any time in the past with the hurling of selection or selection process of any security and therefore Mr. White did not contravene the law. Mr. Seymour explained that Mr. White is willing to apologise to me for saying what he said and reiterated to me multiple times that Mr. White's statement regarding not hurling blacks or Indians was just a mistake and a one-off occurrence. From what I gathered, that would be the extent of the investigation and that the conclusion is that it was a mistake that Mr. White will apologise to me for. I informed Mr. Seymour that as he and Mr. White are friends and because I personally felt that Mr. Seymour was defending and justifying Mr. White's behaviour that there was a conflict of interest here. He assured me there wasn't but told me if I'm not satisfied with the outcome the next step I should take is to inform my CAC of the situation and that you would subsequently escalate the matter to HR. 
That's the purpose of this email. Can I ask you to remind HR on my behalf that TransDev have a zero tolerance policy towards racism and to allow this kind of language to be accepted as a mistake and simply believe that it won't be repeated is a direct contradiction to the policy as they would be displaying a subjective degree of tolerance to racism and racial discrimination. Thanks, Brian. No problem. So I sent them that, right? <laughs> and he's meant to send it to yeah. HR. That's what that's what Hardy said, and that's what you said. You 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 send it to your CAC, and he'll escalate it to HR, right? He sent that to Hardy Seymour, right? And Hardy Seymour sends it on. So Brian then sent it the next day to Hardy, right? Yeah. Hardy sends it on to. Dave Birchall in HR. Hi, David. See below, MC, Matthew Cullen, account of meeting yesterday. I will contact the other staff members in the room and seek clarification from them into what was said at the training session regards Hardy Seymour. So, <laughs> you see how he's gone from, why would I ask the other witnesses when they weren't putting in a complaint, to I will seek, I, that's all I asked them to do, and he said, I'm not doing it, why would I do it? Now he's acting like yeah, but that you know, the, where was his response, Dave? The turn around, say, okay, Harry, as long as you have the six witness getting interviewed, you know, nobody got interviewed for this, did they? Yeah, they did. I'm going to read you their interview. Oh, come here. So, yeah. So after that, right? Do you remember Dave Birchall saying it a couple of days earlier? I can't get involved too early, as it may prejudice issues. He told me he yeah. can't get involved. It's only a few days later. When you hear him getting involved now, right? So after Hardy sent that, David Birchall sends me this, right? For someone who's not getting involved. Yeah. So on the very same day, someone who's not getting involved says this, right? Hi, Matthew. I have asked to be kept up to date with this case and have reviewed your most recent emails. You've been, you've asked to be kept up to date, right? Yeah. And have reviewed your most. No, someone sent it to you. I didn't know at mm. the time Hardy sent that. Yeah. So he's telling me here, oh, I've asked to be kept up to date. No, it was sent to you. Yet again, I need to remind you that you need to follow the process and stop making comment on them before they have been completed. You have highlighted an issue and made a complaint. It is being investigated. You may be further required as a witness, but this is where your involvement ends. Just to be clear, you will not be privy to any action taken you will not be involved in the action and you will not be told of the outcome which will result following any investigation or disciplinary of another employee any resultant action is a matter between the employee and the company furthermore i must again pull you up on your written statements where you claim the manager assigned will not do his job due to your beliefs and this before any actions have been completed this is again calling into question the professionalism and character of the manager this is the second time such a written claim has been made and it is not acceptable that you continue to challenge individual managers as they carry out their duties. First of all, the only managers are the part, right, was one Paddy White for saying, I won't be hurting blacks and Indians. Indians are lazy and idle in security. They don't get involved. Blacks will be attacked by racists and that puts you white people in danger, right? That's one manager I report. Second one was the manager investigating his best friend for the thing I just reported him for in the first one. And he's now telling me to stop reporting manager space. <coughs> Look, I'm in the wrong for doing yeah, that. So see, what happens there, I know as you were reading through that email, where he says that you won't be um, basically notified in any decision being made about Paddy White. You know, he basically yeah. just turned around and said that this would be all swept underneath the carpet. You know, nothing's getting done. Um, you should shut up. Forget about it and move on. That's basically what he just said in that email. 
but Brian, I would have been happy to do that. I didn't. I didn't report Paddy to to get a big fucking follow up and to follow the story and go with the. It was just because of how they were behaving after I reported it that I kept pushing it and pushing it and going, "This is wrong." Because not only is this man hard in practice that he has going as racist, he's now my boss and he's targeting me. Yeah, and his best friend is my boss even higher up, and he's targeting me. Yeah, and and they're the two managers are apart. So this fucking clown yeah, of a bleeding HR director yeah, like telling me around saying like uh, about being professional. You know, this is not professional. No one near professional. Well, look. Once he said this, it changed everything. Once uh, Dave Bertrand said this. Now, this is the HR director, right? Mm. Telling me basically, shut your fucking That's mouth. That's why he basically said, my, "Yeah, stop reporting my managers. Yeah, you've reported two already, and mm. they're not even finished their job. Yeah. Well, it turns out I was right in the end because the second investigation was held anyway. So I was right. I was right here, and Dave Bertrand was wrong. And the point being, after this, I stopped reporting everything. You know, I was I was receiving like maybe secondhand threats from people saying Paddy said this, Paddy said that. Oh, Paddy said you'd be gone out of this company before him. Paddy said you made a big mistake. Paddy said he's going to have you put in the red line all the time because I was on the green line. So you're over over close with him. Paddy approached me three times in work. I rang me cack and everything at the time. I said, look, you need to stop him coming near me. I rang HR at the time. And uh, I kept saying it. I reported every time that he came near me. But when I was hearing things like Paddy said this, Paddy said that, I couldn't report any of that. Because this fucking clown told me to shut my mouth. I think Paddy's worst enemy is his mouth. Yeah, but it's not It's not something Paddy says. It's something Paddy was doing for fucking 12 years. And it's without a fucking doubt he was doing it for 12 years. It's not just something he says. And he's, do you know what Paddy said to me that day as well when, when I corrected him for saying I won't be hurting blacks or anything? He goes, I know, I have two black nieces. I understand. But God forbid they ever go for the job and anyone he's trained has the same belief as him because they won't get a job there but he had the cheek to say that to imagine me. I know like, I have in a couple of years this. he's sitting there and he's going for a family dinner and his niece yeah. is crying and he turns around what's wrong with you why are you crying why are you upset when I went for a job and I didn't get it because of the colour of my skin I have all yeah. the experience I have all the training I studied hard for it you know I was really nervous about the interview but I've done it I thought I did a fantastic interview, or it was just the colour of my skin. Yeah, and he'd down. go, ah, well, you know, you know, you, you'd probably cause them to get racially abused, and, and that's not fair, like, they, them white people, you know, they don't they don't need that, so you shouldn't be going there for a job. That's his fucking logic, you know? And that's what I was fighting here. So I'm against Paddy. I'm against Paddy because I reported him. Then I, I learned I'm against Hardy because he's his best friend investigating him. And now I'm after letting my cack, who was supposed to bring it straight to HR, but let fucking Harry look what Matthew said. He sent my email to Harry, right? They're mm, our best friends. Yeah, they're not in private in the place, is it? Said, yeah. So Harry got to see what I said. Big deal. I said it to his face anyway, right? And then Harry looked like the saint because he got to forward it to HR. HR lied to me then, Dave Birchall, and said, I've been asked to keep up to date and I've seen your latest email. No, you got that because I raised it and Harry raised it to you, yeah? And that's the only reason you got it. So after this, I'm like, right, not only are my two managers against me, right? My security operations manager and my department manager, right? Now HR director is clearly, clearly against me, right? Like basically telling me to shut the fuck up. Again, at the end, please do not take away from the correct decision you made or report the inappropriate and unacceptable comment and your challenge of them when they were made. You must trust the process and your managers and not involve yourself in it and not try to influence or affect the outcome. Not involve myself in it. I'm in a meeting, right, that I was invited to. 
asked to come to. If I refused to go, God knows what would have happened, right? I didn't involve myself in anything. And then in that meeting, right, it's the first thing since I reported it, was that meeting with Harry. And in that meeting, I said, there's a conflict of interest here. You're investigating your best friend. And he was shown bias through the whole meeting. So I wasn't just saying it to say it. So this guy gave me no one to talk to. No options, nothing. Yeah, you definitely, by the email that's been sent there, yeah? Four mm. people. Paddy White, Harry Seymour, Dave, and Brian. Mm. Not one of them had your back. Not no, one of them protected them. you. Like, uh, yeah, no didn't, at that force, when you sent the email to HR, didn't you ask it to be private? Not to go any further. And it was sent put down. Put on a private and confidential. Yeah. So it was down, it, it was sent down by the keychain, all the way down to the end, straight to Harry. Brian Murphy, he's a cack. He didn't, he didn't have your back. You know, nobody had your back here. You know, like, nobody protected you from these bullies. That's what they are, bullies. Like, if you yeah. read be in between the lines, right, basically Dave is telling you to squash it. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Squash it. Get on with your day. Forget about it. You know, Brian is just reporting what you're saying to the three commanders here. And Harry is just brushing it off his shoulders and Paddy is laughing in the corner. You know, that's that in a nutshell. You're entitled to fucking raise a fucking flag like that. Yeah, that's all I done. All I done was raise the flag, exactly. And, and then <laughs> from that point on, everything that, every my involvement from that point on were invitational. Like, Harry invited me to a meeting. I went. After that, I raised it because Harry told me, raise it with Brian. Brian will raise it with HR. And we heard it in the interview. Following the in, yeah. I'm following instructions all the way. I'm following policy. I'm doing everything they're saying. Yeah. But I'm saying I'm not letting that man investigate me because that's what's happening. I'm being investigated yeah. here. Not, not, I just raised the fucking issue. He's saying he's not even going to ask the other witnesses. He's saying he's not going to investigate yeah. Paddy. He's saying Paddy's not going to be punished. And the most he's going to be asked to do is apologize to people that he's also saying aren't black and don't deserve an apology, but only deserve an apology because they're offended. Their sensitivities are, are weak. So he's trying to demoralize you as well. You know, so you're weak minded. So he'll apologize. You've been picked on here completely. You've been bullied and you've been like ganged up against four people. Nobody has your back here. Not one person. Yeah. And it's important to say I couldn't show all this in court in the WRC case where I was trying to prove that they punished me when I made these protective disclosures, right? They wouldn't allow any evidence further than six months before you report the incident, right? So this is six months of evidence that would have proven my case. But they thought, ah, we got away with it. You didn't get away with anything. But I've been deemed as a whistleblower by the court because of this. And I wasn't allowed to show all of this evidence. This shows how they were dealing with me, yeah? yeah. Clearly, I shouldn't have been treated like this just because I raised an issue. No. Um, so on the 8th of May then, right, after Harry seen my uh, email that was given to him by the cack who I gave it to, yeah? He says, Hi, Matthew. Thank you for meeting with me on Thursday last, 6th of May. This is the 8th of May, so it's two days yeah. later. As you were aware, you have raised the complaint as set out in your email to HR Director David Birchall on the 28th of April. The meeting with you on Thursday allowed me to engage with you and assess the complaint and your concerns associated with the incident. Did he do that once during that meeting? I fully understand and appreciate your position on this matter. I have since our meeting received notification from your CAC that you still have concerns in relation to the incident. No, I told him that it was face. I have since our meeting received notification. 
clarification from your CAC that you still concerns in relation to the incident. And I can advise as the department head, I will be engaging with HR to further investigate this issue. Thank you again for your time and input into this process. So basically he's saying, I know you've got a problem with me investigating my friend. You told me to my face. You told your CAC who forwarded it to me and then I forwarded it to HR and HR want you to shut your mouth so I'm telling you now I'm going to keep investigating but you know what the problem is (laughs) yeah exactly so he's writing this response like if Brian didn't send that response to you like you know he wouldn't be writing this he's only writing this because Brian has attached your email and gave it to Harry yeah, and making it like, oh, I've only been made aware no, of this now. You, because you've been you fully know, aware of it since the, the audio being played. Yeah, now he knows. The audio's being played, so now people heard him saying, why would I investigate? But he's not going to be investigated. He's not going to be punished. I'm not going to in- interview the other witnesses. Anyone would think it's you with the problem, Matthew, because you have history of Paddy. All of this, showing uh, the first investigation, listening to Harry in the recording, and then reading out his outcome doesn't prove that he was just covering up for a mate then the outcome of the real investigation the second one will prove that so this one starts so this is harry's notes from the investigation following the receipt of a complaint from employee matthew cullen by email to the hr director i was tasked with investigating the incident and to assess if there was any evidence of racism by mr white the complainant alleges on tuesday 27th of april 2021 while attending a security refresher training class mr white used racist and inappropriate language when describing a proposal to increase the security presence on the line see attached complaint letter which we read earlier was the, the one i wrote Investigation timeline, Friday 30th of April, complaint received. Monday the 3rd of May, meeting with Patrick White regarding complaint, right? Right. So he met with Paddy White on the 3rd of May, two days before he emailed me, right, to discuss it. On Wednesday the 6th, we had the meeting. So he met with Paddy three days before talking to me, he says, in, in relation to this investigation, right? Wednesday the 5th of May, I contacted Matthew Cullen by email to arrange a meeting to discuss his concerns. Wednesday the 5th of May, email received from Matthew Cullen, confirming his availability to attend and requesting his shop steward be present. Wednesday the 5th of May, I responded to his request and confirmed there was no issue with his having his shop steward present. Uh, Thursday the 6th of May, meeting held with Matthew and his shop steward. Friday 7th of May, Matthew Cullen emailed to CAC Brian Murphy regarding his understanding of the meeting with me and concerns regarding this. Monday 10th of May, phone call conversation with Christian regarding witness to the alleged incident. (laughs) Monday 10th of May, meeting with Siobhan regarding witness to the alleged incident. Tuesday 11th of May, meeting with Keen regarding witness to the alleged incident. Wednesday 12th of May, meeting with Alex regarding witness to the alleged incident. So they were all witnesses. So on the 3rd of May, he said he met with Patrick White. He said... A brief meeting was held with Mr. White to ascertain if any of the alleged racist comments were used by him during his training meeting with the staff members. Mr. White explained that during his discussion, he was allaying any fears that the staff might have in respect of working with staff from another organisation. A question on the safety of staff was raised and to offer any concerns, Mr. White stated that there would be no black or Indian staff used that might be an influence in escalating increased antisocial incidents for frontline staff to manage. So Hardy's admitting, Paddy's admitted, saying, oh, I said, no blacks yeah, or Indians. Yeah, but he, he tried to cover up there that there was a health and safety question. There was no health and safety question asked, no matter what. The question was asked if SARS security was coming in on board to help with the workload, yeah? 
That was the question asked. It wasn't nothing about health exactly. and safety. And he turned around and no said, Don't worry, lads, I am not going to be hurting out any black scientists. Yeah. Health and safety, me fucking cream cracker. Mr. White explained that his use of these words, of this words, like another one I can't write. Mr. White explained that his use of this words was inappropriate and agreed he should not have made the comments. Well, we all know that. Mr. White stated he would meet with staff members who were present at the time and offer an apology. Mr. White stated he is not racist or have a bias against any person, colour or creed. Right. Well, we're not talking about any person, colour or creed. We're specifically talking about blacks or Indians. You don't have to fucking sugarcoat or like every pox. Well, that's what he's doing. He's sugarcoating and fucking everything here. Like, you know, like the way he turned into the way, like if you were on the outside, right? And you didn't know these pair of fucking gowns, right? It looks like that, you know, there was a health and safety um, question being asked, you know, and due to that, like, because of your safety, that this is the reason why he's not going to be hiring these people. But yeah, that was, was never in the fucking case. The question was, is SAR security coming on the line to help with the workload? That was the question. And he just turned yeah. around and said, don't worry, lads, I'm not going to be hiring black scientists. Yeah, he wasn't there. No one said, uh, we're concerned about working alongside them. No one said that. Nobody, the like, question yeah, was simple. simple question, like, here, Paddy, is, is SAR security coming to work here? And he went, oh, I'm going to tell you something now and I don't want you to leave the room, right? And then he says, I'm going to be hiring a sword security and taking them on. And I'll tell you now, I won't be hiring blacks or Indians. And when I questioned him, he said, Indians are lazy and idle. Now, he's not even putting that in here. No one asked you where Indians are lazy or idle. He's saying that to us and then to Harry. Yeah. He probably told Harry the truth anyway. Yeah, I fucking said it. You know yeah, you know the story. You know the story years. 10 years now. Yeah. Now, this is Harry's version of the meeting he had with me that we heard the recording to, mm. right? 9th of May, meeting with Matthew Cullen. Matthew was given the opportunity to express his concerns to me as set out in his letter of complaint. I listened to his account of the interaction between Patrick White and the group in the room regarding the proposal to increase the security numbers for a short period to assist with the reduction of antisocial behaviour and the allegation that Mr. White used racist comments when describing the type of security officer to be engaged for this work as supplied by Sword Security. Having listened to Mr. Cullen's account of the incident, I asked him would he accept an apology from Mr. White. His reply was no, that he believed that Mr. White should be disciplined and dismissed from the company. Mr. Cullen believed that the company has a responsibility to ensure that racism is not allowed to exist, especially by a manager who recruits and trains staff. Fact. I assured yeah, I assured Mr. Cullen that Mr. White is not involved in the recruitment of staff and that the company has a hugely diverse group of workers and promotes diversity and inclusion at the workplace. It was also stated to Mr. Cullen that the company abides by the Employment Equality Acts. Mr. Cullen continued to take the position that Mr. White should be disciplined for his actions. I asked Mr. Cullen if this call for Mr. White to be disciplined and his refusal to accept an apology was due to bad blood between them, as over the previous years, Mr. White would have had interactions with him over his performance. That's bullshit. Never heard you having a problem with management. Never heard a problem no, with anything like that, you know? After I left the company, one of the managers texted me, said, if I ever need a reference or anything to contact him, that I've never been a problem. They've never had issues with me um, performance-wise. It's If I ever asked a question, I was happy when I did who was that manager? Alan Finland. <laughs> I, I never answered yeah. it. I never answered it. Well, and I said, he's a sly cunt. Yeah. I know what he's doing. 
you know? Of course he is. Look at how He's trying to get himself out of jail card. Yeah, look at how Someone told me, oh, Alan said you were in the right all along, that they handled it wrong, that the way they handled you was Alan, wrong. Alan Fennan? Yeah, I says, tell Alan Fennan he's fucked as well. And they go, why? And I says, he's just as bad. Why didn't he hire fucking blacks or Indians for 10 years? He's just as thick in it as the rest of them. Right. So now he's trying to dress it up in his little outcome here that Matthew is the bad guy. Matthew has it in for Paddy. And as you heard in the meeting, this is the outcome of that meeting. He's right. Mm. As you heard in that meeting, I said to Harry, me, when Hardy said, it's, yeah, anyone would think this is because you have history. And I says, me and Paddy don't have history. I don't hold grudges. I let go of history. We've been getting on. And he says, oh, that's great to hear. I'll take note of that. Well, you didn't take note of it. In fact, you're doing the opposite and you wrote down that, that it was because of history. Well, that was explained to you. So did you put that in? No, because the reason being is, if you put that in, it makes you look, you know, good. <laughs> you know, well, like... he said, Mr. Cullen, Mr. Cullen denied this was the case. The meeting ended after continued discussion on the subject for approximately one and a half hours. Mr. Cullen's representative at the meeting did not raise any issue. It was agreed that any further concerns that Mr. Cullen might have should be raised in the first instance with his first line manager, CAC. Monday 10th of May, phone conversation with Christian. Due to rostering conditions, it was not possible for me to meet directly with Christian and he agreed to discuss the incident over the telephone and followed up with a brief email. Set out below is the email details. Hi, Harry. This is the fucking investigation, mm. right? Yeah, you just sent me on your fucking email. Hi, Harry. I hope my email finds you well. Regarding at what was said by Paddy in the refresher training on the 27th of April, where I was one of the participants, I was not feeling offended by those words. In the same time, Paddy tried to explain that coloured people, blacks or Indians, would get too much abuse and assault because of the nature of our job. Kind regards, Christian. He says, I spoke with Christian. He was not offended in any way and stated that he understood that Mr. White was saying, he said there was no apology required from Mr. White and was happy with the training. <laughs> what the fuck has that got to do with that? Asking them are they offended? Of course they're not. They're, yeah, like, it, it, they're not going to get a fucking offended. But do you know what? It, it, it's, it doesn't matter if you're offended by it or not. The fact mm. is remaining is, is the words and the contacts he said it in, you know, that he would not be applying blacks or Indians. And it's been proven for 10 years yeah. that this is, this is a fact. You don't need you don't need all these papers, you don't need all these emails, you don't need to have all these investigations. Just look at the history of the company. Well here's the next one, right? The next witness he ran or met with. I met with Siobhan regarding the incident and the following key points were discussed. She took no offence to the language or words used in the meeting by Mr. White. She fully understood what the context of the wording used by Mr. White was and why he said what he said. She fully accepted that Transdev had, was, an equal opportunity employer. The meeting took approximately 15 minutes. Why did their meetings take 15 minutes and mine took an hour and a half? Yeah, because you, uh, you get investigated. Yeah, I was getting hounded. Tuesday the 11th of May, now this one's interesting. Tuesday the 11th of May, meeting with Keane. I met with Keane regarding the incident and the following key points were discussed. He took no offence to the language or words used in the meeting by Mr. White. He fully understood what the context of the wording used by Mr. White was and why he said what he said. He fully accepted that Transdev had, was, an equal opportunity employer and indicated that this was apparent with the diverse group of employees he works with. He doesn't work with them. They're RPOs and drivers. You don't work with them, no. Keane. You work with white people. That was it. Only white people. Keane stated that while working with Mr. Cullen through conversations, he was aware that Mr. Cullen was plotting to get Mr. White and make life difficult for them. I'm going to go on record here and say that's a fucking lie. First of all, 
I wouldn't talk to Keane in that respect. Oh, I'm out to get Paddy. I have a, I'm plotting to get him. Bullshit. I wouldn't say that. I just wouldn't. And then he goes on. Keane gave some information off the record to me that allowed me to understand the agenda being taken by Mr. Cullen. So, off the record, what's... What, like, you can't put that into any context. You can't turn around and say, oh, Keane has gave me stuff off the record. So, basically, you're saying like that he... Oh, you have to put Keen, it in. Keen, you have to by the way, Keane is it was another authorised officer like me. Yeah. He was a colleague. I remember Keane telling me about Keto's music and that and I'm a fair play to you. I was encouraging the guy. Yeah. Where I know everyone else was laughing at him. Well I'm not saying it's a hundred percent true. If Hardy's lying and you didn't say all this, then you should do him for fucking slander because this is published information and you know this is what Harry is saying <clears throat> about Keane, that Keane said. So did Keane go in and tell this guy, this manager? who's reported another manager for racism, right? And that he witnessed. Did he go in and tell Harry, Matthew has it in for Paddy. He told me he's out to get him, right? And here's some other information off the record that's going to allow Harry to understand Matthew's agenda. No, I, I don't Paddy. think so. To be honest with you, I can't. Like, like Harry, Harry's, yeah, lying. Harry's lying here, I think. I, I really think. Then, I, then that, I could have it up with um, some fucking egg in my chamber. I think Harry's lying here because if Keane has said stuff about you that can help Paddy White here, yeah, he would have played, he put this on pace. He, he doesn't care about Keane or what happens to Keane or anything like that, you know? Yeah, um, so if he had stuff basically there off the record, you know, that can yeah. help Paddy White. It wouldn't be off the record. It'd be right there on that statement. Well, just he would have fucked. Just remember, yeah, he would have fucked Keane on the bus. Like I was never meant to see this outcome of this. The only reason I see this is because I put in a request for my dad. Yeah, and, and did you my dad? This is my name all over it, so it's part of it. And I was given it, and in it, it says Keane. Do you believe it? That Keane said that. Yeah. In a way, I believe he might have said it because I don't see Harry being so. Like I know he's. In my opinion, he's a dumb fucking individual, but I don't see him being so dumb as to I think so. slander someone and publish it. But no, he, he, I don't think he meant to publish it. I don't think as he, he was getting this, well, that it was, I think this was only for HR's eyes only. You know, that kind of way. Well, it would be interesting. Look, if, if Keane is watching and Keane didn't say all this, right? then I will give him the, this proof. I'll give him the documents to take Harry to court mm. for saying it. But I'm just repeating what Harry said. Yeah, I'm not I, saying I, I got where you're coming from, but... To me, but I think, say it. I I worked with Keane a few times, you know, <laughs> and he, to me, he comes out to be a quiet guy. He just want to go in to work and get you feel bob and go home. You know, he doesn't yeah, want to be. I, in. I can see this. I can see this being true. Just in case Hardy was called on it, yeah. Right. What did Keane say? Oh, we're gonna ask Keane. Okay, ask him because he did say. It. I can see it. I can see it being true. I can also see it being false. If Hardy could make this paragraph here. A lot bigger with mm. the information that Keane gave him, he would have done it. He w he wouldn't be yeah, sitting well, there protecting Keane. He wouldn't be sitting there going, "Well, don't worry, Keane. I won't say this." No, he wouldn't be protecting Keane. He he'd pull it up on her, and that's why I well, think I don't half know. is probably bullshit. Yeah, I can't I can't understand what kind of information Keane could give him off no. the record to allow him to understand and any agenda being taken on me. First of all, this is May the tenth, the eleventh, right? And the thing with Paddy was the 27th of April. Mm. So we're only talking like two weeks later. I think it's both. And the right. reason why he done this, Harry, right, is because he knows Kane, right, is, as I said, he doesn't want to get in the company fucking politics. Why is it Why is it only Kane's? I think because Kane is the quiet person. He won't say uh, nothing. Look, he won't speak. He out. Would say I something. don't think so. Well, look, I don't want to fester too much on Keane, right? But I will say that. It, 
It took to him. Yeah, if, he did, if, if this he is did. not true, Kane, uh, I'd, I'd be going forward about this because he's put you well, is true. Yeah. If it is true and you did go in and say that, look, that's disgraceful to do that on your colleagues. Yeah, we'll see. There's a reason it's not in everyone's picture. Mm. Look, there's quite a people in that group than fucking Keane was. The next one he met with was Laurent. Laurent. I met with Laurent regarding the incident. Same shy. Took no offence. He fully understood. He has no problem with Mr. White training staff and difficult security issues. He fully accepted Transdev had white. Why do you keep saying Transdev had was an equal opportunity? because mm. he keeps copying and pasting. That's all there is, yeah. Because it's a mistake every time. He just copy and pasted all this bullshit, yeah. right? He did not think Mr. White was racist in any way. Uh, then his next witness, Alex, he took no offense to the language. He fully understood the context. He fully accepted Transdev. He did not think See, all, was racist. All of them are and then Drazen copy and paste again, yeah. right? The meeting took approximately 20 minutes with Drazen. So, conclusion. Okay? This is Harry's conclusion for his mate, Paddy, being a racist. Conclusion. The event during training where inappropriate language was used by Mr. White is not disputed. Remember that. Not disputed. Yeah. No one's ever disputed it. Everyone in the room heard the comments and some discussion continued when Mr. Cullen engaged with Mr. White on the language used. So it's my fault for engaging, for saying anything. Because I opened my mouth and stood up. That made him say more stuff, right? No other staff member was offended by the comments other than Mr. Cullen. The refusal by Mr. Cullen to accept an apology when it is offered cannot be understood. However, if it is accepted that Mr. White has an ulterior motive to damage Mr. White, it is then made clear. Mr. Cullen was informed by me that there was no racist policy existing in Transdev for the recruitment of staff. He chooses to ignore this fact. I fucking ignore this fact. I said it to him many times in the meeting. I know Transdev don't have a racist policy for hiring. They have one against discrimination for hiring. He's a fucking idiot, this man. I absolutely refute the allegation set out in Mr. Cullen's email dated 7th of May that my long-standing employment relationship with Mr. White seriously damages my ability to carry out the investigation in a professional manner. This allegation, I believe, is designed to complicate the investigation. <laughs> so that was his conclusion, yeah? Here's his recommendation. I believe the use of inappropriate language during training sometimes occurs but is not acceptable and it is unfortunate in this case that Mr. Cullen was offended. That's unfortunate I got offended by him saying he's only going to hire white people, not going to hire blacks or Indians, yeah? That's unfortunate. Very that's unfo his that's, recommendation that's here. very unfortunate, Matthew. How dare you get in, yeah. uh, offended by this? Yeah, How it's unfortunate. I, I, <laughs> I, I recommend that Mr. White's appraised of the requirement to be cognizant of his use of language in the workplace and an assurance from him that he must not either purposely or inadvertently use this type of language again. Harry Seymour, Customer Assurance Manager. Now, does that just sound like the biggest cover-up attempt in history yeah. of fucking see, the people, see, what's going on here right you know there's a lot of copying and pasting in that fucking thing right and it shouldn't be copied yeah. and pasted right it should it's be written down by a proper minutes second and foremost you know they're saying that because the staff members weren't offended by it it's okay no it's not yeah. okay you know regardless on any situation if the 10 people, 600 people were in that room and not offended, doesn't give him the right to go around saying it. One, it's unprofessional. Two, it's racism. Mm. You know, and then to justify it and after him saying it, let me tell you, this is why. You know, because you, white people, will be targeted. 
and then you'd be yeah. left to do the work all by yourself because the Indian people don't work, you know? That, that was his, um, he was justifying us, but we know it. We both know it. We walked there. We worked with a lot of people who are white and that didn't do the work, you know? Yeah. We worked with a lot of people that got us into situations that we shouldn't have been in, you know, because of their bit of a power command, you know? Um, so regardless of the thick of your skin, um, regardless of the colour of your skin, we had people who, if like, so this wasn't a health and safety issue, this was plain and simple racism. Never heard that in any company, in any job, in any year, any decade, from the 90s to now. And this country has the gall to stand yeah, up. Yeah, I've, I've been through a lot of training courses, you know, and I never heard anything like that in my life. And, like, obviously, hopefully I don't have to witness it. But because well, it didn't here. affect me, doesn't give him the right to say it. Right, exactly. And it's company policy. Yeah. So, come here. You, you look at that outcome there. Now, that's someone who's worked with Paddy for years, his friends with Paddy for years, right? That's what I've been saying all along. The whole thing was a cover-up designed to protect Paris, which is to protect Harry because Harry ran the company that, that didn't hire blacks or Indians for 10 years to work on the Lewis of security, right? That's his outcome. And it was it was going to be that. He's just pinning it on me, match you this, match you that. Yeah, he's he, seen that was Mayan took, as he said, one and a half hours. Yeah. Everyone else is 15 minutes, yeah. right? And he copy-pasted the fucking questions, copy-pasted the answers, yeah. right? But you look at his outcome there, right? What happened then, you have to remember, I had been told by, as I showed you, the HR manager basically to shut up, stop report yeah. managers, yeah? I received more abuse, right? More fucking threats. Paddy approached me three times during my job and purpose to intimidate me. Now, I don't yeah. feel intimidated by him. He's an old man, right? I, I was intimidating the fact that I'm working here. I'm on 36 grand a year. I've risked it all to, to just report what he said, yeah? His practice. And now they're letting him come at me as much as he wants in front of colleagues, making me look bad in front of new trainees and all. The things he done three times, yeah? And on the third time I went, that's it, I'm out here. And I rang up the next morning and I said, I'm not coming back into work because of stress and anxiety. And the stress and anxiety I'm getting from the treatment, and I'm not even allowed to report my manager because the HR director told me to shut up. And I refuse to come back until someone from HR or higher sits down and listens to me about what's been happening since I reported Paddy White, right? I done that and I left. Uh, I was on sick leave. They sent me to the company doctor. Company doctor, I seen before my own doctor because I said that to them on a Friday or something. Mm. I was in with their doctor on a Monday because they don't believe jack shit you say. I'm like, yeah, bring it on. And I went to their doctor and he's, he done two tests on me that I didn't even realize he was doing, but his outcome that he sent to the company was that he I was shown extreme levels of uh, anxiety and stress brought on by work of course you would. i've explained yeah. what's happening and he's advised me to stay away from work for a few weeks so they were given confirmation that job is doing this to him now that with my phone call saying i'm not coming in and i got in the uh data that they got that they got that letter saying matthew said he won't be until someone needs to sit down he's stressed and blah 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 and dave Birch was like stressed st uh, work stress and anxiety that's a new one like already talking shit about me, but yeah, like things, that's, right? that's what I'm saying. You like for him, even <laughs> for him to even say something like that, you know. Yeah. So as well, uh, look at Harry's outcome there, right? Classic example: a friend covering for a friend. Yeah. Now I'm going to show you when I left a couple of months, nearly I was off before I got a phone call at the company saying we'd like your help on something, yeah. right? I said, yeah, yeah, the company said this. Yeah. Transdev, yeah, one hundred percent. What is it? Oh, we 
We've had a look at that investigation. We're running a second one because obviously that one's fucking bogey. Yeah, Harry's one. We're running a second one and we'd like you to help with, uh, as a witness. So yeah, 100%. You can do it now or you can do it when you come back to work. I says, because this investigation is even happening, I can come back to work. If you're going to promise me to keep that man away. And they promised me, yeah? So I went and I'd done the second investigation. I was a, a witness. Now, this is the outcome. The second investigation was done by a different manager, right? Yeah. In, in the company who doesn't know Paddy White, isn't his friend, doesn't even work in our department, right? Mm. In other words, unbiased. Now, I've been saying from the start, look, I said that to Harry in the meeting, I said, we have a policy against what Paddy said. Harry kept going, well, we don't have a policy to say we can't hire blacks and Indians. I'm not saying you do. I'm saying you have a policy in this company. Zero tolerance for racism. And I know he fucking fucked that policy with what he said, right? And I've been saying that from the beginning. So the outcome of the second investigation is this, right? Having completed an investigation into a complaint made by Mr. Matthew Cullen against Mr. Patrick White, in which Mr. Cullen stated that whilst attending a refresher training course on April the 27th, 2021, held in the training room located within the Red Cow Depot, Mr. White allegedly made comments of racially discriminative nature. Having interviewed Mr. Cullen, Mr. White, and other TransDev employees who are participating in the training course, it is my opinion that the comments made by Mr. White were in breach of both the TransDev Equal Opportunities Fair Employment Policy and the Equality and Diversity in the Workplace Policy. So he's in breach of two policies, yeah, yeah. in TransDev. Whereas all Hardy could say is, well, there's no policy to say you can't hire black people. Well, I know that you don't fuck. All I've said from the beginning is you have a policy that says Paddy can't do what he's doing, yeah? And and the man there has proved it. There's two policies to say that, right? Yeah. To continue, witness testimony indicates that whilst the comments made by Mr. White were part of a wider conversation regarding workplace safety and security, specifically in relation to potential abuse of threats to Lewis security personnel during the course of their duties, the language used by Mr. White was both potentially discriminative and offensive to others. As such, it is my recommendation that Mr. White should now be subject to disciplinary proceedings. Now, this is a totally different conclusion and a totally different outcome, right? He concludes that Paddy White breached two policies, yeah? Yep. With his racist remarks. Whereas Harry Seymour determined Paddy done nothing wrong. He said something wrong, out of turn. Yeah. I said something out of turn, but Matthew, Matthew, Matthew's out to get him. Yeah. That was his conclusion. And his recommendation uh, was that Mr. White should now be subject to disciplinary proceedings. And you heard Hardy's one. Paddy should be told, don't do it again. And he should be believed that he yeah. won't do it again. Right? And this guy, the real the real investigator, done the right thing and said he should be subject to disciplinary proceedings. Because that's how it should have been done in the beginning. Yeah. This guy had an interview with me. It was over. That was it. I never heard from him again. Hardy could have done that. Matthew, what was said, thank you, see you later. Adios. I never hear from him again. The only reason I know all this is because I've done a, that thing. I'd suggest anyone in work who's getting bullied or picked on by the managers to do a data request because you'd be amazed to find out what emails they're sending back and forth about you. Because there's some very snide ones I've found yeah. about me from HR to uh, managers. And even when I'm, I'm out with stress leave because of them, they're looking to dock me fucking holiday pay and all because they think I'm going to leave but they've overpaid. Do you know, stupid shit yeah. that I'd never have found out. Like, sly cunts. Anyway, so you have the two outcomes there, the real one and the best friend one. And the best friend one <laughs> was to my detriment because 
Paddy got away with everything because his friend Hardy covered up for him, made me look like the bad guy. I was left out. Paddy approached me three times at my job. The man I report, yeah, whose mate has backed them up and put it to bed. And yeah. HR director has helped them out. Right. So when the second one was done, I was back in work because now they're doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. He still didn't get fired. He still wasn't gone. So the disciplinary proceedings, well, that was August. Was uh, I think it was November by the time he left. So uh, September, October, November. You're telling me three months it took them to fire him. He left three months later after he approached me again in work. But not just that, he had a big row with one of our colleagues. And because of that, there were so many witnesses, uh, six or seven security guards and security upstairs and Connolly and fucking drivers and RPOs and passengers. They witnessed Paddy and him having a row. And we were all asked to write reports about Paddy then and what happened. And we did. And after that, he was gone. Nothing to do with the racism. And they had the cheek to say uh, to me that they feel like they dealt with the Paddy situation because he's gone. And my thing was, he's not gone because of the racism. He's gone because the he, it just got too much. But I remember when I did report that, uh, that day I did say, as a, as a side note, that Paddy has no, he's not in the PSA database. He has no license to, to be doing security operations yet. He's out on the line with a Lewis security uniform and a body cam training people to do security and he's not registered. Unless he, by law, we have to be registered. So he was gone after that. That was it. And that was three months before I left. See, the problem is, like, I feel through all the headache, right, that you've gone through, mm. that you still didn't get justice. Justice because, was, I don't, I, No, in, in a way, is like, what I see is, like, I see all um, Harry's work there, yeah, all the emails been sent mm. in and completely been bullshit. As I said, if that's true about Kane, if I was Kane, I'd be going forward about it. Um, well, look, but in fairness, like the HR, your cack and your man's attacked you. Yeah. Well, look, Transdev know all this. Yeah. They know what fucking Harry's like. These are his company And he's still and there, like, you know. Yeah, and he's still running the customer assurance department. And I question why, when that man ran Lewis Security from 2009, Right? Up till now, still. Yeah, still present. And never, never until after I reported the practice, yeah, of not hurting blacks or Indians. Never. Between 2009. And you could sue me if, you, if, you, if you're calling me a lawyer. And you'll see I won't get sued for it because it's the truth. He didn't hire blacks or Indians to work as security under Lewis. Well, I never know. What, years. I, uh, what are years it what just didn't happen, right? There's no, it's not even up for question. It didn't happen for more than 10 years. Mm. And that's a fact. But he, yeah, he's still running that department. <coughs> Transdev know about it. So what kind of culture See, but are the they thing is, though, with Transdev now, right, the way it is is that they're trying to get themselves so stuck by applying these people now, you know. Um, but why would you have a man like... Seriously, like, why would you have a man like that working for you? Yeah, sure, yeah. Look, if I ran Transdev and I looked at that, what I'm just had to look at, if you didn't know and you know now, you know, if you didn't know, you know now. And that man's running your customer assurance department and yeah. you wonder why you lost the contract with the government with people like that running your departments. Like people like that, who I'm just had to show you, tried to put me as the bad guy for his friend saying, I won't be hiring blacks or Indians because your company, Harry, had that practice since 2009 and then your friend Paddy exposed it to me. So you heard, you heard me in the recording, I asked Harry who ran the company, he yeah. says I'm the longest serving member there. I says right, 
did you ever hurt him? And he's like, well, we had to. And where are they? Oh, that was an Irish rail contract. Great. Well, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the Lewis yeah. from 2009 till 2021 when I reported. Now, I, now they brought in Indians and a Mauritian guy and all, and I never got to do a shift with them. And I think that was designed. They never put them on a shift with me ever. Yeah. I did work there for a few months while they worked there before I left, but they never put them on a shift with me. Well, that'd so be the wrong it, thing to do. I'm going to go and put them fucking with Matthew, you know, because Matthew would tell them about this and tell them about this and that and that. There's nothing to tell them. Um, to tell them. But look, you can just see, it's like, look, it just shows you right there in black and white, your cack, Brian Murphy, you know, just seeing, seeing uh, your email to Harry Seymour. Well, look, I am surprised at Transdev that that man is still in charge of their department. Now, the reason it's after taking us two and a half weeks to continue that story is because we were contacted by an entity. That's all I'm going to say. We had to give them everything we had, basically, to prove because we, we're not just making claims here. Unproven laws were broken. Unproven more than just bullying. And so we've given them all the information. So now it, we're clear to keep giving our information. So that's the reason why it's taken us this long between F so I know something's going to be done I know that as a fact but I, from Transdev's side I think they should really be looking at this man he's running your department I think, I think because of Transdev I haven't got the contract anymore I think they're going to see it out and probably all the management staff will probably get it cleared out well they lost the contract they're leaving anyway but yeah. they still have a reputation to maintain and you're leaving that man in charge with all this out now I, I know they're uh, aware of this this show and the shows we've been doing yeah. and they're watching it you know and, and look, at, at the end of the day this is something that like I'm not picking up for you because we're mates you know I'm not picking up for you because we do this podcast I'm just going giving my opinion on the evidence that you're showing me today you know and yeah. from my experience of walking there you know, I've walked there for three years. I've never seen any blacks or Indians walking. I know how cruel the managers are. I know how snaky all the cacks are in there. Well, I wouldn't say all, oh, but there's a lot of snakes in there. You know, it's just it's just a horrible environment to work for. And this is the outcome. You know, mm -hmm. this is probably only the smallest little part. What else is behind this curtain? Do you get me? Like this racism. Sexual abuse, fucking everything in the kip. Uh, racism in Ireland, right? For the media, is like, oh, brilliant, racism in Ireland. That's a great story. But yeah. only when it's someone that they can call far right. They don't like real racism in their face. They won't no. really report on it, especially when it's a company like Transdev who has money. He puts a lot of money into community shit and newspapers and, you know, it's not a front. Yeah, yeah, it's not a fucking front. So the narrative for the media, they like to call people far right. Yeah. And they like to call, like, Elwins with buggies and all. We all know the crack, like, just normal blokes who are out protesting because they don't want immigrants all over their estates and all, right? Oh, you're far out, you're racist. That's who the media want to call racist. But when they're told and showed that it's a company like Transdev, yeah. it doesn't suit their narrative. No, they're not far right, that doesn't suit their narrative. Though that's real racism and we can't report on it. Well, we're reporting on it because it's real racism. You've never heard it in this country, spoken word, right? Racism by a manager. Spoken word, not just, I think he's racist because he... He gave him a job and not me. He spoke it out loud. I'm not going to hire blacks or Indians. Then you check the history books and he hasn't done that in 10 years, right? Yep. That's a practice going for 10 years. Fact. Now, I'm not saying where's the outrage. I know that's why this is here. That's why this platform is here because media don't report stuff unless it suits their narrative. And this was never going to suit their narrative. And the problem is where it as well is because, you know, there's big money involved. 
you know, as well, like, yeah. a big company like this, you know, like, um, oh, 100%. like, if you have, like, they'll say, for instance, Dublin Life, you yeah. know, coming in about this, they just shut them up, you know, you know, just shut them up with a few pounds, or, look, we'll walk with you with articles and things like that, we'll fucking put a poster on your lose or something, you know, that kind of way. So this is why the, the big money man gets away with all this shite. It is coming. It is coming for them. And we, I will say that anyone who broke the law in that company, you're going to pay the price. Like justice is coming. You know, you're not getting away with it. <clears throat> Look, when you break the law, you break the law. And once it's reported on like a podcast or something, it becomes public knowledge and the Guardian have to investigate. Coming up in the in the future, right, uh, in future episodes of this, we have, look, I'm going to make a second protective disclosure, right? And it's because of health and safety because something was very risky that they were asking me to do, right? And during that, and I'm going to play the recording, one of the managers, he says to me, in a meeting, you're wrong, you're safe, you should go out and do your job. Outside, after the meeting, we're having a smoke, right? And he turns into fucking, oh, I'm your best friend, or you're dead, right? Well, I won't misquote, right? Yeah, you have a point. After telling me for nearly two hours, you're wrong, right? No, have yeah, you, you have got a point. Um, proof that he has said you're wrong, and then he says you're it's right. It's recorded. Yeah, the, whole, lot, yeah. the whole thing was recorded from the start of the meeting till we finished talking outside, right? Then he mentions two people, right? And I'm not going to beep it out when we're playing it, right? And he says that they shouldn't even be working in the company. And I hope when they hear it, they do something about it because he slandered you to me. And God knows who else. He was saying, my colleagues, and he says their names, two of their names, shouldn't be in this company. They should never have got the job. But you're in there telling me I'm safe working with them. But you're out here telling me they shouldn't even be here. And then the man has the cheek to say, when are you back at work? I went Thursday. He says, we'll get this sorted for you by Thursday. Right? Right? Right. I came in Thursday and I was handing me suspension with pay. I was under an investigation for gross misconduct for, for partly that meeting I just had with him. They, they put me into three meetings in two days to say you're wrong, you're wrong. But anyway, we'll go into that. That's a protected disclosure for health and safety where I was sent home basically an hour later. Right? After making a protected disclosure for health and safety. Um, oh. I was meant to work with someone. They were security. I was an authorised officer. I was meant to work with them. It had nothing to do with who they were, their personality or nothing. It was that we were two different grades, right? That was my health and safety issue. And then that manager says to me that that, that specific guy I was working with shouldn't even be in the company. But then he was in court. WRC ready to deny he said that because they knew I couldn't play the recording. So that's on the next episode. The next one or the one after. We're getting yeah. to that. That's yeah. when I make the second one, which is the next one. What, what we're moving on to after this, right? And the shit that happens in that shop stewards fucking stab me in the back. Like, Sip 2 should be ashamed of themselves. What do you mean stabbing me in the back? Like, you wouldn't expect that. And I was not meant to find that out either. I'm hyped up because I obviously know who the shop steward is, right? So yeah. I'm hyped up because I know who he is. And I've been telling people about this man for a fucking months and months and months, you know. And I always said that he doesn't have any real friends. The people that's around him that like him are people exactly like him, you know. Because this yeah. is a man that will fucking stab you in the bleeding back for a time forever. Oh, he did. And and listen, I'm going to show you me questioning him on it. I immediately raised it with him. Wait till you hear his reply for why he stabbed me in the back. It's even worse yeah. than stabbed <clears throat> me in the back as a shop steward. Not as a friend. He wasn't a friend, but he was a shop steward. And I had never, ever gone to the shop steward before. I'm glad that you have all this evidence now to can prove how much of a snake this guy is. Oh, yeah. And wait yeah. for the next episode. <laughs> Guts Over Fear Podcast. No ads, no subscription fees.
and no filter. Available on all major podcast platforms now. Follow on Twitter at GutsOverFearIE.